All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, December 28th of 2023 here. Looking ahead, we have an eight-game NBA slate tonight. We have a four-game NHL slate, and football is back with a Thursday night football showdown between the Jets and the Browns. So it should be a fun day of DFS here. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Sabersim. This is a show where we go over how to use the Sabersim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. And if you are not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there's a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the Sabersim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord if you are trying to become a better DFS player. But with that said, got to remind you guys with football back for week 17 here, our weekly max challenge is still live. There is still time to earn prizes here. So we have new people joining Sabersim each and every day. So the weekly max challenge is a promotion slash giveaway we do during the NFL season here. All you got to do is use the green enter the challenge button, uh, follow these eligibility requirements down here on the bottom, and then you will be uh, able to achieve weekly prizes as long as well as season long prizes. If you have been playing with us for a little while here, we have a DraftKings mini max version. And then we also have an owner's box mini max version as well. So take advantage of both of those there. But with that said, we're going to get Saberson pulled up here and we're going to jump right into questions. We'll start with the questions that came in in the Discord first and then jump over to the live YouTube chat. So Slim Shaney said, when running one contest, 20 max entry for showdown, do you think it's best to pick one captain and build your 20 around that? Or is it still a good idea to spread out the captain share a tad? Can't do much with only 20, so it kind of makes sense to just have one and accept whatever happens. Uh, this is totally a personal risk tolerance question, right? Some people would gasp at the idea of only playing a single captain on a slate. Some people might be fine with it, right? Uh, these contests are very, very large. So, like, I could see where you're coming from if you're, like, playing, like, the you know, $1.20 max or the $3.20 max or something like that. Uh, you seem like a person who's probably more okay with losing on any given night, but some people like to spread it out. So really at the end of the day, not a wrong or right answer. Whatever matches your risk tolerance. What I like to tell people is that, hey, if you submit your lineups and they make you feel uneasy, they make you feel awkward. Uh, if something bad goes wrong, you're going to be kicking yourself at the end of the night and like emotionally upset. Uh, you probably have too much risk. Maybe you're playing too much bankroll. Maybe you have too much exposure to certain plays. I would lower the risk uh, profile of your lineups to better be in a better spot where you're like, hey, whatever happens, you know, I'm comfortable with the lineups that I submitted. And uh, the great thing about DFS is that it is daily fantasy sports. And if something goes wrong, there is always an opportunity to come and jump right back on the horse tomorrow in most cases here. Okay, good question. And uh, another question here from Interrogator. Question says, I'm new to Saber Sim. I've been building each contest in their own build to use a specific contest sim for each one. I'm coming up with overlaps of lineups over the separate contests. 
Is there a way to not have duped and use separate contest sims, i.e. building all my 20 max and 150 max contests in the same build, but sorting with individual contest sims? How do I do this? Then export them to their specific contest. Okay, great question here. Uh, we have a little bit of time today. It looks like there's not too many questions. So I'm happy to demo this for you guys. Um, you know, this is a pretty, uh, pretty important question to just like kind of have like a good grasp on about how exactly this works. So I'm going to enter a couple of contests here just so we can uh, go over it. And we can do it with just like two contests. We really don't need more than two. So I'm going to go to NBA for tonight. And I'm going to go to the contest tab. And I'm going to bring in my entries file. Okay, so boom. So I have an entries file with two contests, right? So I go to my build one. I already have some lineups here. You know, I'm building two lineups. Uh, let's say that, you know, I'm, I want to do them separately, right? So then what I'm going to do, I'm going to go to my contest sims. I'm going to set up two contest sims, one for each contest. So contest sim one, contest sim two. I'm going to hit run. And then I'm also going to change my number of lineups to one. So what I want to do here is I'm setting up a contest sim for a uh, lineup, a uh, contest one, and then one for contest two, right? So this would be the same as setting up your contest sim. So that, then what I'm going to do is set my number of lineups to one. And then what I want to do is once the contest sim finishes, I want to go in and sort by the correct contest sim risk adjusted ROI, because that's our recommended sorting metric. And then I'm going to go to save the contest. I'm only going to check one contest at a time the one that matches the contest sim that I am sorting with. And then I go to save, I go to save to my contest, and then I go back to the build. I'm going to trash this lineup by right-clicking on my lineups. I, it's going to get rid of that lineup. It's going to fill a new lineup. I'm going to go to my next contest sim here, sort by risk-adjusted ROI again, go to save to my contest, uncheck the contest I already filled, check the contest I haven't filled yet, Click save. Now I'm going to recheck uh, all of the contests so they're all selected. And then I'm going to use the download selected entries. So running your contest sim, filling one contest, trashing those lineups, filling the next contest, and then downloading them all together is the correct order of operations to make sure, one, you're not duping yourself across contests with the same lineup, and then, uh, two, to use the individual contests uh, contest sims. So that is how I would do that. But very good question. And it looks like who's your, who's your jumped in and helped him out as well. So appreciate that. All right. Another question here. Question says, is it bad to build a big 50 K plus entry 150 max with several smaller 20 max sub 10 K entries together? Uh, I would say no. So, you know, our DFS profit plan, which you can find over on the YouTube channel under on our homepage, New here, start here first, start winning more with our DFS profit plan. It's a contest selection framework that we created through lots of back testing. So it basically suggests that you actually do two builds for your contests, one with single entries and three maxes, the second one with 20 max and 150 maxes. And the reason for that is in our back testing, we found that those two groups of contests are actually very similar to each other, but very different from from each respective group there. So I think it's totally okay to build them together here. That is what our back testing said. And I would trust that. All right. Next question here. From Hammer. 
Hammer said, Happy New Year. As it relates to the NBA and given the data that Saberson provides, how do I determine or analyze playing time for a given player? Is the player score projection substitute for the player minutes projected? Uh, so you should be able to see minutes projection over here on the side. So if you uh, scroll over and look at this table here, you're going to see a minutes column, right? And then you're going to be able to see, okay, you know, uh, across all of our simulations for the man, is, what team is your heart uh, for, for Boston here uh, across all of our simulations for the Boston game, you know, drew holiday plays on average about 32.5 minutes. So that is our projected minutes for the player. And then you can go in and see all the other detailed stats here. So minutes is really the column that you're looking for here. And it is the average across all of the 5,000 game sims. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Question from Noah. For NHL on DraftKings, is it possible to choose second line instead of first, as in the second line for Edmonton? Uh, yeah, you could definitely do that. Uh, Follow-up question. Also wondering if the mini Neeks on a 20 max for NHL changes the team's or if it changes the players for the team as in mini unique two being Edmonton one and mini unique four being Edmonton two trying to better, trying to get better at choosing lines for NHL. Uh, so you can be kind of as specific as you want here. Uh, what I would say is that if you know, you want to play, you know, Edmonton line two, then I would just tell the builder that, right? So what, what you can do is you can set up a rule and then you could say stack at least three here. Maybe you uncheck defenseman, and then you must say must be on the same power play line. You can uncheck power play line one, so only power play line two is available. Uh, I can uncheck all the EV lines. So I'm basically saying, hey, stack at least three from power play line two, and then I can just uncheck all these other teams and only leave Edmonton checked. So like, now I'm being so specific where like, hey, I want stacks of Edmonton power play line two, and I want at least three players from that team. And then, you know, this rule will be exactly what you need to accomplish that. So that's like the, the absolute most specific you could be uh, in that scenario. And then the second part of the question, um, you know, asking about, you know, mini Neeks. So mini Neeks um, isn't specifically going to like take you from like one line to another or from, uh, you know, one group of players to like another group of players, what it's going to do is it's just going to look at the top 20 lineups and then say, Hey, how many players are similar between these 20 lineups? And then as you increase it to two to three to four, it's going to make sure that every other lineup in that, in that set has that same amount of players different. So if you set it to two, it's going to make sure that there are at least two players different in all 20 lineups that you're playing. And then if you increase it to three, same thing, four, same thing. What normally happens is that you have to go lower down in your build uh, to accomplish that goal there because some of the lineups are going to be similar. In a sport like NHL, you might not run into that as much. You might be able to get to a higher number of mini uniques here. But generally, you know, what, what you were doing is that builder is going and searching through the pool to find a group of lineups that matches that criteria that you are now applying on your lineup set. All right. Fosto said, do you stay with one mini unique on showdowns? Uh, so personally I do. Yes. I think it's okay to increase it here. Um, but the reason for that is that, you know, if, if you have five players correct and the optimal lineup is a one for one swap uh, to another player, you're actually blocking yourself from that lineup by increasing it to mini uniques two, mini uniques three. 
Uh, not to say that, you know, that's super likely. Um, even if you do increase it to mini unique two, mini unique three, you'll notice that you don't go super far down in your pool. So I think it's okay to use two, you know, maybe three. I, I think three might be like a little bit pushing it for showdowns, but uh, in sports where you're going to need an optimal, I am personally comfortable with leaving it at one. All right. This is our last question at the moment from Jim. So if anybody has any last questions, now's a good time to get them in. Uh, Jim said, I saw someone ask the question in the Discord chat about figuring out minutes playing in NBA when building lineups. Where did I find that information or figure that out? Yeah, so it is here on the homepage. Um, you do have to be on the pro plan and above to see the detailed stats. So if you guys are on the uh, standard plan, you're only going to see like the player percentiles, the projections, etc. But when you scroll over and you see, you know, minutes, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, etc. Uh, these are detailed stats available on the pro and ultimate subscription. So you should be able to scroll over and see those if you are on the right plan. Uh, Fosto said, any other advice on showdowns trying to build a bankroll? Uh, yeah, we have some like really good videos on showdown that I would recommend. So I'll just like drop them in the chat as we go through them here. So first go to our how to beat NFL DFS in 2023 playlist. Uh, this is Jordan's guide, how to beat NFL DFS showdown contest in 2023 here. I'll drop that in the chat. So that's a really good video. Uh, another good video is listening to Max Steinberg talk about his Millie win in showdown from last season. So Max Steinberg joins to discuss his Millie maker victory. He did solo ship this and it was a pretty sweet win. So I'm going to drop that there. Um, and then what else I would do is, you know, Giant Squid solo shipped a 500K showdown contest earlier in the year, and Max talked about it. So watching a Giant Squid in its natural habitat, uh, this is a really good video. Also talking about showdown here. So like just kind of seeing like these big wins and seeing like the thoughts that came from them. Uh, Max and I talked a lot about showdown here in our uh Weekly NFL review for week four. We talked about showdown strategy uh, there as well. So definitely like some some more good videos there. So I would check out those three to start because those are uh, very, very strong videos in my opinion. All right. Uh, next question from Nigel said, you may have answered this already, but yesterday I did a 20 max, a 20 entry NBA and I noticed all of my builds have the same combination of players mixed in. This is my first day. Yeah. So the best way to combat that is to increase your min uniques, which we were kind of just talking about. So, so basically we're not going to put the same lineup into your pool twice. So there's eight players in this lineup. We're going to make sure that at least one player is different from every other lineup. Problem is that, you know, Saberson might identify a group of players that it really likes and play a lot of them. Right. So like in this case, you could see that I have two players at 100%, uh, five players over 50%. By increasing my min uniques here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the builder make tough decisions about who to keep in the lineups and then who to shift around. So by increasing my min uniques to five here, now I only have one player over 50% ownership, and that is Duop Wreath here. So what the builder is telling me is like, hey, when you give me the instruction to make sure that I have at least five players different from every other lineup in, in the set of 20 lineups, I think Duop Wreath is the most important piece. We're going to keep the exposure high to that player. We're going to go and move all the exposures around for other players 
in the lineup. And then the builder has to go search through the pool of lineups that we have here uh, because we're only looking for 20, but we have a pool of 500. So what the builder had to do is it actually had to go all the way down to lineup 370 to find a set of 20 lineups that match that criteria. So it's like 370, 365, 362, 308, 292. So it starts to jump uh, in between skipping all of these other lineups along the way. So that's like one of the benefits of having a pool of lineups to go and sift through for these different things that you want after the fact. All righty. Uh, scrolling down here, question from Michael. With regards to the DFS profit plan, does the recommended 2.5 to 5% in play each day change if you are adjusting that according to your bankroll daily as opposed to a fixed amount? Uh, yes. So it is, you know, 2.5 to 5% of your active bankroll. So say you have, you know, $1,000 bankroll and at the end of the week, it's down to 900. Well, then you would take the 2.5 to 5% from the 900, not from the original 1,000 that you used to have. So the percentage should always be changing based on what what state your bankroll is in at any given time. And then as you win, you know, that number should increase, right? So maybe you know, you go from a thousand dollar bankroll to 1500. Well, then you're taking, you know, the 5% or the 2.5% from the 1500. In that case, you're not leaving it at that thousand dollar level. Noah said, can you run the sim for NHL and show the difference in lines with one mini unique and three or four on a four game slate? I feel like there are so many strong plays on a short slate for NHL. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, um, you know, it's just going to depend, right? What you're doing with increasing mini uniques is you're putting the builder, uh, you're, you're making the builder like work. You know, the builder likes to play the plays that it perceives to be the best. And when you put these constraints on it, you know, you're giving it uh, some, you're giving it a challenge. You're saying, hey, I want this thing in there. And the builder is like, ah, it's not in my top 20. What do I do? And then it has to go search through the pool. So, I, I kind of like that, you know, having that little like back and forth with the builder here. So like if we just like go and look at uh, some of like the stacks we're getting, you know, we're getting like five twos, four threes. And then if we increase this to, you know, four min uniques here, we're uh, the six stacks went way down, but we really prioritized the five twos and the four threes. I think you can see like how far down we had to go, right? So like hockey, you know, the... Hockey is like one of the most highly variant sports up. And you could see that by like looking at any individual players, like range of outcomes here. So let this load. So like, yeah, this is like a right skewed data set, you know, this big tail to the right. So that tells you it's like highly variant. You're going to see a lot of similarities in like MLB here. So because it's so high variance, because we're randomly sampling the Sims, you know, forming uniques is like not really a lot. It only gets us down to lineup 30. Uh, out of our pool of 500, as opposed to like when we went four min uniques in NBA, we were all the way down at like lineup 370, right? So you can get to like a way higher number in in NHL. I mean, there are more players in the lineup, right? There is uh, nine players as opposed to eight. But in this case, we're getting to seven min uniques before we run out of lineups. You know, our last lineup here is lineup 443. Uh, so you can just see like how high variance it is how spread out you can actually be on an NHL slate. I know that flat exposures are like very, very normal for NHL. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to crank up that diversity. 
All right. Next question. Uh, Nigel said, do you recommend a certain mini unique number? Uh, I don't, right? Because it's going to change. It's going to change based on the sport you're playing. It's going to change based on the size of the slate, you know, a four-game slate versus a 10-game slate versus a 14-game slate. Uh, you know, the size of the player pool ultimately matters in, in how many mini uniques you can get to. So the way that I like to use it personally is I like to adjust it to the point where I am comfortable with the exposures that I'm seeing. I'm comfortable with the leverages that I'm seeing and, um, you know, use it in a little bit more of a subjective manner. Uh, one thing that we, we have recommended here is to max it out and then use one less than the max. So at eight, I run out of lineups. So seven would be the max and then, uh, leave it at six, right? So like, this is like some, a concept that like Jordan came up with. Uh, so he would recommend leaving it at six in this case. Uh, interrogator said, thanks, Andrew. You guys are awesome with the help. Yeah, man. Happy to help out. Happy to answer all your questions. Uh, looks like we're all caught up with questions here. So appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, we will be right back here tomorrow, Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. It will be our last show of the week. We do the show Monday through Friday. So if you guys have questions heading into the weekend, tomorrow is the day to get those asked and answered. So until then, everybody. Take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.